Self-compassion is nurturing yourself with all the kindness and love you would shower on someone you cherish. That's a great quote by Deborah Rebel, PhD. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. For joining me for this episode of Heal. Today I am with Stephanie Butler. She's a life and wellness coach, an author, a speaker, and a registered social service worker. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here today. I'm really happy that you're interested in coming on the show. And just so the, the listener knows, um, Stephanie is such a trooper because there's no video of me. She can't see me right now. And she's talking to a screen of a beach, picture of a beach. And I just want to give her props because that's a little awkward when you're used to talking to people face to face. So <laughs> thanks for being a trooper, Stephanie. No problem. <laughs> Not that anyone needed to know that, but I'm a wide open book. And I just figured I would let everyone know that you're such a great uh, sport for doing this. So thanks again for being on the show. I'm excited to share your story. I'm excited to hear more about your story. Um, I get little snippets from the guests and they tell me a little bit about themselves, but I'm really interested to hearing about how you decided to become a life and wellness coach, how you decided to write your um, journal, Magical Weekly Manifesting Journal, and and how you became a service um, social service worker. Tell me everything. <laughs> All right. You want the whole goods, eh? Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, it all started years ago um, when I, you know, I finished high school. I took a year off and I was trying to figure out what do I want to do? And I ended up working in an office and I was like, I do not want to do this. <laughs> That's funny. Um, after high school, I took a year off and I was lucky enough to be able to work in a preschool um, for my, my cheerleading coach in high school was a speech and language pathologist and she worked in a preschool and I was able to work with her. And then I became a teacher. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. Nice. Yeah. I, li well, I like it when I hear people taking time off from high school before college. I think it's one of the most beneficial and should be actually mandatory. Um, I, yes. Right. I, we're so young. We don't know what we want to do or. I still don't know, do. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so I just realized I want to work with people on some level and why not help people? And when I was younger, I was very idealistic and I wanted to help women. That was the niche that I wanted to get into. And so I went to college and got my um, social service worker diploma. And right from the get-go, I started working in the field. And wow. when you're in the field, you're starting off, you know, just getting your experience. So you're working in women's shelters, women drop-ins, stuff like that. Yeah. And I was loving it. I, you know, I look at my career and I'm one of those blessed people that woke up most mornings wanting to go to work. That's and, great. 
Yeah, loved what I was doing. I was very fortunate. And when I was young, I, I think I was 26, 24, 25, 26, somewhere around there. And a, a new women's drop-in center was being opened up for the winter season. And I interviewed and they wanted me to head it up. I didn't even understand what they meant by that. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to manage it. That and seems I was so like, young, doesn't it? It does. I look back now, I'm like, what were they thinking? But, um, you know, we went for two years in the winter and then, you know, kept going for grant proposals and it's still running in Toronto uh, at this time, wow. uh, full time. And it was, it was magical. It was wonderful. It was amazing. And it just solidified that I love working with people and helping people. And right. I continued on in my journey and uh, near the tail end uh, when I was working more in the mental health field, I specialized in mental health and the justice system. And that flipped everything for me because it was mainly men that I was working with. That's and amazing. I have a really good friend who works in for the um, in Connecticut in the States here. Um, she's a social worker and she works with um, dads, a lot of them who are incarcerated. So that's interesting to have that perspective. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I found it much easier working with men on some level because men are very much about fixing it. You know, like let's just say A, B, and then we get to C, we fix it. Yeah. So there, it, it was a lot, um, found it a little easier that way. And I... I loved, I found case management through all of this and case management to me is basically coaching. You're coaching folks through life at the time that you're working with them at. Yep. And well, what's best time to coach them, right? Through everything as it's coming up. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and these folks were open to it and wanting support and knew that what they had been doing prior was not working for them. Right. And so they were open to suggestions and open to trying out different things and, and getting uh, hooked up in their community to other agencies that would help them. And this is what inspired me to um, move forward and become uh, an actual coach. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I took during COVID online, did a 22 week online coaching course and dived in, you know, just, I, I love working with people one-on-one uh, -on -one and in a, a group coaching capacity. And, and I wanted to do this for years, but there was something holding me back. I think there was a bit of fear. There was a bit of um, you know, trepidation around, wow, like you'll have to, you know, run your own business and figure yeah. out stuff Yeah, out. and this is a big deal. I mean, really yeah. helping people is a big, I think it's a big responsibility. I take it very seriously myself. And it's just, you know, it can be uh, intimidating knowing that someone is relying on you for their life and their everything. Yeah, yeah that can be hard. Yeah, and so you know, that was 2020. And now we're into 2023. And I'm still loving it. And every day, I'm learning something new about being a coach, uh, running your own business, and all of those amazing things. So mm -hmm. I love a challenge. So 
keeps me on my toes, <laughs> keeps me out of my comfort zone, which I try to do all the time to keep moving and growing. Yep. It's important to keep going. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so this is where I found myself now and I'm, I'm feeling quite comfortable in this role. Um, I have been doing, you know, the social service worker role for over 25 years. Wow. Um, not to age myself or anything, but who cares? <laughs> it's just been a while, right? I'm a little seasoned. It's okay. I think that's good. You have ex excellent experience in your field. So that's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and it, you know, I, I think for myself, you know, yes, I have all the education and modalities and I'm always updating, you know, different ways to support people on their journey. But having life experience for me is, is a big one, you know, right. and, yeah. and I get that asked quite a bit, like, well, how old are you, you know, before I start working with you, like, do you have some life experience? And, and I think it is finally much more valued than just the, you know, letters beside your name. Yes. Yeah. And Funny I that like you say that I, I was, I was a classroom teacher for, um, 16 years and I left for, I took a year off and then I resigned and then I decided I needed to go back and get a full-time salary to, to um, support my side business that I was hoping would be my main business. <laughs> and um, so I went back to teaching after a year or so not teaching and I'm in a completely different building, different school, different everything. And it's funny with all of my years experience, some of the younger people that I work with, I don't know that they realize I've had, I mean, I, if you look at how old I am, you probably assume I might have that many years experience, but I, as a new teacher, I wish I had known me, you know, mm -hmm. at my 16 years experience, just saying like, listen, that's not that important. This is very important. You know, this is something you want to think about doing in your classroom instead of that. I would love to become a teacher coach but there isn't anything like that out there. Oh, maybe I should well, just start it. I think you just need to copyright that right now. Okay, it's mine, everyone. It. It's mine. <laughs> Done. We, you just figured it out now. You will start that. Um, I think I would love. I mean, that's so silly because I am a coach, and I keep thinking, you know, you're right. Like, why not? I I tried so hard to help teachers. Why on earth wouldn't I just somehow market myself that way? I don't Absolutely. know. <laughs> that would be fabulous I mean you know as a coach we know yeah. we have coaches like you yep. you need to practice what you're preaching and yep. um yep. I think everybody needs a coach like I always say you know it takes a village but it's for your whole life you need the village helping you yeah. along yep um, I've never been a 48 year old woman right on today's date I've and never guess what and next year, you're, you'll never be a 49. You have, exactly. just don't know what to expect. I don't know. Don't yeah. know. Well, thank you for helping me come up with that idea. I appreciate it. <laughs> <Do it. Do it. laughs> so tell me a little bit about your manifesting journal that you um, just became uh, live on Amazon. I'm excited about that. That's right up my realm. That's in my field house. You know, that's, that's oh, okay. everything that I love. How did you start to learn about I'm assuming the law of attraction and manifesting. Yeah. When did all of I, that start in your life? For me, I guess it's been probably the last 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. um, I think when I first heard about it, I was like, ah. you know, I wasn't yeah. in 
I wasn't too into it. And um, the last 10 years, I've, you know, um, read as many books as I can, podcasts, uh, you know, watching YouTube videos, Bob Proctor, you know, uh, yep. hearing all of those things. And it just made sense. And then I read the book, uh, I think it's E2. Is it E2? I believe that's the right title. I forget who wrote it. But basically, it was showing you each chapter ways to manifest in your life. And so I did it and it's very practical. So one of the examples was think of a different, like a certain color of a car and just think about that color of a car and then count how many you see that day. That's right. Yeah. Right. And so it was like, whoa. So I, of course, you know, it's going to be really tricky and pick like an odd color, like green and, you know, <laughs> and I saw so many. You can't, green you can't trick the universe, Stephanie. Nice try. It. No, I tried. I tried. Yeah. So I really got into it and I just, it just, whatever you focus on gets bigger. It makes sense. Whether it's negative, whether it's positive, we're all yep. energy, we all vibe. Yep. And so with the journal that I came up with, um, it's, it's a weekly, uh, manifesting journal in the sense that, uh, every week I I've written, I've shared a life lesson. Yep. And I encourage folks to read that three times, meditate on it, and then journal. And so either you're going to vibe with what I wrote about, or you're not, or it's going to trigger something, it's going to bring up something. So it's going to yep. help you get to know yourself better. Yep. And, and then there's two pages with prompts about what, what is your intention for the week? What are the small things you're going to do each day? And then we're going to get into gratitude, creativity, happiness right? To get vibing yep. higher. Yeah. Yep. Then there's a part to visualize each using each sense of yep. what it looks like once you have what your intention is. And then we look at uh, any of the limiting beliefs that are coming up. Mm -hmm. And then let's rewrite that story. Next I love that. Me. My actual coach is a law of attraction expert. Oh, wow. He's been on the podcast a few times already. Um, so yeah, he, he also does some great mindset work workshops, um, that, oh my gosh, the, the limiting beliefs that I knew I had and then uncovered a, a, a few more. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to know this. I know you really do. You really need to know what your thoughts are because they're, they're entrenched. They're deep. They're, yeah. they're second nature if you're not aware of them. So you have to be careful. Absolutely. And that's, you know, when I'm working with folks, that's the main thing is let's start listening to that inner dialogue. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's 80% of what we think of is negative being a human mm -hmm. being. 90% of what we think about is repetitive. Mm -hmm. It's horrible, but it's repetitive. We're bound to hear what we're saying over and over and over again so that we can yep. then change the dialogue. So that's exciting. Yes. Right. And and it's what we, whatever you think of, so you shall be. I believe that was Jesus who said it that way. Uh, it's written everywhere. It's just different people call it different things. Law That's of right. Energy, yep. whatever. Yep. And, and so if I'm thinking certain ways, that's what I'm going to be attracting. And why wouldn't I want to be vibing high and attracting positivity and That's being right. to the signs from the universe? And I always say, you know, 
I always try to tell people who I work with, it's not like, you know, everything's perfect Pollyanna thinking. It's more like you're trying to shift your mindset away from that negative, away from the ruminating thoughts, like you said, repetitive thoughts over and over again, and a high percentage of the ones that we don't even know about, but they're there. And, and just replacing it with something that's positive. And once you do that, you really do see your whole life change in front of you. Things are just, you're just happier. Things don't bother you as much. It's, it's, a, it's a practice, <laughs> but, Absolutely. you know, like it's just those repetitive, positive thoughts instead of the negative, repetitive ones that we're not even aware of. So definitely, definitely. It's just, it will change your life. And so why I created this journal to be part the lessons and part the prompts was you need to um, get to know yourself. You need to know what thoughts are coming up. So each week when you're reading that lesson, things are going to pop up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have known that were there, or you're going to go, oh, I remember when I went through this lesson in life. Right. And this is what I got from it, you know? There's yeah. no mistakes in life. There's just choices and opportunities and options. And so you choose one and see how it goes. And then you hopefully learn the lesson from what it was that yeah. unraveled. Right. And, you know, what a, what a great way to look at life besides, oh, I made the wrong choice. That's right. You well, know? because what, you know, you make so many decisions in life um, and, and we may perceive it as the wrong decision, wrong choice, bad decision. However, I'm sure there was something you learned from that, whether it was, well, that's not what I should have done. That's okay. Well, then you learned something like that's not for me, not going to do that next time. Then there's a benefit. We all, we have to look at mistakes or decisions as opportunities, opportunity for growth, opportunity to see where we might need to grow just a little bit more. I think it's really important because then it also lends itself to giving us a little bit of grace instead of beating ourselves up, we realize like, okay, that's okay. Everyone makes, you know, decisions that don't work. (laughs) Yes. And that's, you know, when I work with folks, I always come from that self-compassion lens. Yeah. I'm in humanity, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're going to make mistakes. That's a guarantee in life. Mm -hmm. So be gentle with ourselves, have that loving kindness and just know, okay, I, the lesson will unfold at some point from what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just, it's that grace that you talk about and, and just mm-hmm. being gentle and kind that can make a world of difference. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that if we all were to start practicing self-compassion and giving ourselves a bit of a break, the yeah. whole world would be kinder and gentler. Absolutely. It, it changed my life. Uh, yeah. Into my life. Yeah. I still work on, that's still one of my things I work on is um, just giving myself a little bit of a break and not expecting so much from myself because I don't necessarily, and this is going to sound weird and I don't mean it this way. I'll try to explain. I don't necessarily expect a lot from others. Like that's, that's not fair of me to expect, um, people to do what I think I would do in any situation. They don't, they didn't grow up like I did. They don't have my background like I, like I do. There's no one that's like me, even my siblings who grew up in the same environment. They're not like me. I'm different. I have my own situation, my own experiences um, and my own perception, you know, of life. So 
Um, having less expectations on other people helps a little bit more for me to have to be kinder to myself a little bit. I'm still not that kind working on it. I we're all a work in progress. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I always say uh, working on my progress, working on my progress, working on my progress, because we're all just moving forward, I think. That's all we can do. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing about that manifesting journal. It is live on Amazon. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I think that's fabulous. I attempted a publishing something on Amazon just two weeks ago and I got so frustrated that I was like, I can't do this. And then I walked away and I'm like, I'll do it later. Just do it later, Liz. Yeah. It was five tries. And then like, you know, finally got, you are published. I'm like, yeah. it, was, it was pretty frustrating for sure. But, um, it came through, it worked out and I'm, I'm just so thankful. Too. Well, I'm happy too. I'm happy too. So do you work with people um, virtually now or? Yes, I do. It's just easier. I think for everyone in the sense of, I think COVID, we all got so used to just clicking a button and being in a meeting, having yeah. access so quick. There was no travel time there, you know, and a lot of folks like the comfort of their own home. Mm -hmm. to to work with um, them that way and so I work with them virtually that's great I'm glad that you said that because you know we're not close together physically um, and so people who check in into this podcast and listen um, if they love what you're saying and they connect with you then they can connect with you um, even though you're so far away <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a click away <laughs> just a click. So what are some of the things that you do work on? It's your life and wellness coach. So do you introduce mindfulness? Do you introduce energy? What kind of, what kind of topics or um, things do you work with your clients? I mean, whatever they want to, or do you have a, a specialty? Um, I'm open to working with folks on either personal or professional uh, goals, mm -hmm. but mainly uh, I work with folks who are on a a growth and evolution journey. So they're finding themselves at a point in their life where it may not be working for them. They're not sure which way to go. And so I've kind of let them know what I think is going on and what people seem to find me are on a, a self-love journey. Oh, nice. And yeah. What I mean by that is they're learning to embrace themselves for who they are and yeah. figure themselves out a little bit more and so I I'm a very practical based kind of coach in the sense that I just want to keep giving you tools to put into your <laughs> box so that yes. you have all the skill set that you need to keep moving forward and so I I do talk a lot about uh, self-compassion I come from that lens Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about self-care, like how are you taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? I love that. Yeah. You and sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we vibe. We, we get each yeah, other. Yeah. I do sure. the same thing. I try to help people. I, I, I kind of call myself a confidence coach, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a huge proponent of self-care. Um, I'm also into like mindfulness meditation more so than any other, like just meditation, um, trying to be as present as possible, 
noticing your emotions, connecting to your body, all of that kind of stuff. Yes. And, and energy. And I always say energy is everything and everything. I say it all the time and you said it too. And I was like, oh yeah, she's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and I believe that what you're doing on a personal level would be what you need to be doing in a business level, you right. know, mm -hmm. it, it's all transforming within. And mm -hmm. so uh, a lot of it is mindset. A lot of it is um, doing practical things like uh, I love habit stacking. And so I stole that from the book, Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. uh, where basically I want to make sure that you've added in self-care regularly into mm -hmm. your routines. Just like brushing your teeth in the morning. What else are you going to do? Right. Yes. Yep. And so I, I talk a lot about that and get folks to, to, do practical things because for me it's through actions that you're going to see the results that you're wanting you're not going to just get them by osmosis sitting nope. talking to your coach it doesn't nope. happen <laughs> nope there and, has to be some actionable steps there and right? just because i bought all the self-help books doesn't mean <laughs> I'm, I'm out i gotta read them and then oh my gosh i'm healed <laughs> right right yeah there's a lot of inner work that we all have to do you know and but only when you're ready, like when you're ready and you know that there's stuff to work on, then, then is the time can't force that. So yeah. that's wonderful. I'd love that. So I have your uh, website is stephaniebutlercoach.com. Now, of course I put everything in the podcast notes. So um, you, we don't have to worry about spelling anything. Um, yeah. I will have it all up there so people can just click and you're on Instagram too. I love that. It's stephanie.butler.coach on Instagram. And I will also have the link to your uh, manifesting journal up um, on the podcast notes. Again, it's live on Amazon and it is called Magical Weekly Manifesting Journal. And it's yeah. Stephanie Butler, who is the author. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners before I ask you my famous three questions? Ooh, I uh, know. Oh, so intriguing. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think just let's dive into the three questions. I'm excited. Ooh, okay. You sure? I'm just kidding. They're not that bad. <laughs> okay. When you feel you're most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? most peaceful I'm sitting out back with the sun on my face with a, a cup of tea and that sounds so nice chill yeah yeah that sounds so nice I love sitting on my back porch early mornings <clears throat> excuse me I love sitting on my back porch early in the morning um, and the birds are all starting to really chirp they're so loud in my backyard and the sun is starting to rise it's my favorite time of the day and I have All a huge, right. I love trees and there's a huge tree out back. And so it's like, I just look at this tree and enjoy the sunlight coming through it. And yeah, I love that. I have a tree in my backyard too, right in the middle of the yard. It's, it feels like it's been here forever. All right. Ready for the next question? <laughs> okay. I know you've already mentioned a couple of books, but perhaps you recommend this one life changing book. What would it be? maybe to your clients or just one that's helped you? Um, oh, goodness. So many. I know. 
I know I could come up with 10 right away and be like, this, 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 and this. I think for me, I would do the self-compassion workbook by Kristen Neff. Um, That just, that changed my life. So just learning about self-compassion and then doing the actual exercises. Amazing. So did you do that yourself? You bought it and did the actual exercises and that's how you used it? I did. Well, mm-hmm. I, I took some of her um, online courses with mm-hmm. her to teach self-compassion. And then mm-hmm. teaching this, I better do that more with myself. So yeah. I book and yeah, I've read pretty much anything that she's wrote. So <laughs> can you say her name again? Kristen Neff, N-E-F-F. Thank you. Okay. And if money was not an object, what would you be doing? I would be a traveling life coach. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be oh. the beach that you, you, your screen is this beautiful beach. I that know. I wish we were there, Stephanie. Where together. I was. Yeah. Coaching folks. Yes. I wish I was there. I wish you could see me instead of that beach. However, I know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I may need a new laptop. <laughs> Anyways, it was so nice to get to know you and I so appreciate your time with me today. Thank you so much for sharing everything um, that you share with others. And I'll be sure to make sure everything is in the podcast notes that we want everyone to know, to be able to click right to you. Okay. Wonderful. This has been great. I'm, you know, I'm blessed to have met you and this has been a fabulous conversation and yes. I loved it. Thank you. Um, It was so nice to get to know you. And I'm going to come up and visit you sometime soon. Are you in Canada? Yes, I'm just an hour north of Toronto. Okay, I'll be right there. I am dying to go to Toronto. So someday, someday I'll meet all my Canadian friends who I've interviewed on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. And everyone else, I'll be back in just a moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.